Hello and welcome to the Strong, Healthy, Happy podcast. I am your host, Deborah, and today it's episode 12, and I'm going to be talking about the January slump, feeling fed up and not getting the results you wanted, and how to revitalize your enthusiasm. Now, before I start, you may be able to hear from my voice that I'm still a bit full of cold. I'm sat here. If you're not looking on video and you're listening in audio, I am sitting in a very warm, fluffy jumper. My feet are on the um, heater underneath my desk. It feels very cozy. And I'm going to try my hardest not to sniff um, throughout this podcast. And if I need to, I will pause it if I remember to. Um, But I hope you are all well. Thank you for joining me on my episode 12. Every time I come back onto the podcast and um, have a new subject to talk about, and I say the episode number, I must share with you that it fills me with a lot of pride um, that I'm here and I've been consistent with my podcast. It's very much like a health and fitness journey in terms of my podcast episodes may not be perfect, but they are consistent and it's consistency that moves you closer towards your goals. And my goal is to be really slick at doing these podcasts um, and just get better at them. So it may not always be perfect. And I apologize if I do make errors or it's not as smooth as it maybe could be. Um, But this is how you make progress. And that is exactly how you make progress in your own health and fitness journey, no matter what your goal is. Um, Now, I wanted to talk about the January slump because I think it's a real thing. Maybe there is a name for it. I don't know. I'm just going to call it the January slump. And it's often at this point of the month, we're coming to the end of the month. And it's at this point in the month that your initial new year enthusiasm and January enthusiasm kind of starts to wane. And often the reason for it waning or lowering or your enthusiasm reduces dramatically sometimes is because often what tends to happen is you might not be seeing the results that you had hoped for. So we're kind of three weeks or so into January, nearly four Um, And you're not seeing the results you had wanted and your enthusiasm, your motivation to keep doing the things that you've been doing has dropped off. And it's not uncommon. But what I want to use this podcast to talk about is whether I just had to pause this podcast to blow my nose. So if it's not it's not a smooth join, that's why I didn't think you'd need to listen to me blowing my nose. So I talked about the January slump. Perhaps you're not seeing the results that you wanted. You're not feeling as motivated or enthusiastic. And you're actually beginning to question whether the goals you want are actually worth the effort. And perhaps now your social life is picking back up again after all the Christmas socializing and your goals just seem to be getting in the way of you living your life and enjoying yourself. And it's all getting a bit too much. Now, what I want to do in this podcast is delve a little bit deeper and explore the reasons why you're feeling like this. And when I talk about each reason, I'm going to give you 
my list and then I'm going to break them down. And hopefully when I break them down, it will give you a greater understanding and reassurance about why you're feeling the way you do and that it's okay to feel that way. And I'm going to give you some helpful tips and uh, strategies so that you can continue making progress towards the goal that you want. So often the January slump happens because of a number of reasons. Now, obviously, this is a podcast. It's very generic. And some or all of them, or maybe none of them, apply to you. But hopefully some of these points will resonate with you. So the topics I'm going to talk about um, are as follows. How did you first set yourself up? What were the expectations you set for yourself? What are the results you would hope to achieve by now? How are you measuring your success? Are you striving for perfection and moving forwards? So let's start with the first one of those. How did you set yourself up? So when, when you decided you were going to pursue a goal, and I'm going to use weight loss as a goal because it's very common um, and it's an easier goal to maybe relate to. And most of my clients are all pursuing fat loss. Um, and just as a reminder, fat loss, weight loss is the same thing. When you're losing weight, what you want to do is lose body fat. Um, so whether I switch between fat loss or weight loss, it's I'm, I'm implying the same thing um, in the context of how I'm speaking about it. So when you set yourself a goal and it maybe that goal was weight loss, did you ask yourself the reasons why you want, want to lose weight? Because your reason why, and if you've listened to my earlier podcast, I've talked about this before, and that is that your reasons why really need to be thought about because it's your reason why that helps you make the decisions that you make. It helps you make those compromises that, that are needed in order to uh, lose weight. And losing weight is often more than just wanting to look good. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. I, I want to look good. My body composition matters to me greatly. But when you're looking to lose weight, it has to be a bit, you have to get to the deeper reason outside of, just wanting to look good. Why do you want to look good? If that's one of your reasons, there might be other reasons that you want to lose weight. For example, and these are just random examples. You can't currently walk up a hill without getting out of breath. Maybe your health markers are not in a healthy range. Your BMI may be out of its healthy range. Maybe you don't feel confident in the bedroom. Maybe you don't feel comfortable with your partner seeing you naked. Maybe your sex life is the furthest thing from your mind right now. And I get that. I have a lot of menopausal clients, but this is just a reason I'm putting it out there. Maybe you feel low energy. Maybe your mood is really low and losing weight and the process that's needed to lose weight will improve all those things. And these are like examples of the deeper reasons. So first of all, re-identify why it's important for you to achieve your goal, no matter what the goal, but take it on a little bit of a deeper level. What are the expectations that you're setting for yourself? Are your expectations realistic to the demands that you have in your life? So if you're 
you know, you've got kids and they take up a lot of your time. If you have a job, if you lead a busy life, no matter what your life pressures are, is your goal and how you're setting yourself up and the expectations you're setting of yourself realistic? Setting yourself realistic targets and goals are in all areas. So it will be your nutrition. It will be the expectations you're setting yourself in terms of your exercise. It could be the expectations you're, you're setting yourself in terms of maybe hitting a step target. Are you, are you setting yourself up with realistic expectations or are you being, are your expectations way too high compared to the life that you're leading and the demands in your life that you have? Because if your expectations are too high and place too much pressure on you to achieve consistently based on how your life looks, you're going to be setting yourself up to fail because it's going to make it really hard to achieve them. So think about how you've set yourself up, about the expectations you've set on yourself. Because although when January started and enthusiasm was high and maybe you achieved those expectations, but at this point in the month, it's getting harder to achieve them and maybe you're not doing them at all or hardly at all. And because your enthusiasm has dropped and your motivation has dropped and you're not seeing the results that you've got, it's all feeling like it's a bit of a pointless exercise. So we want to set realistic expectations. And if life is really busy, your health and fitness and your goals needs to fit in to the life that you have. What we don't want to do is set too high an expectation of yourself that when you can't achieve it, it, it leads to like an all or nothing. Oh, well, if I can't do the gym three times, then what's the point in going once? Instead of thinking, actually, going to the gym once is better than not going at all. So think about how you're setting yourself up. With your um, diet, have you maybe set yourself unrealistic dieting targets? Have you decided you're cutting out chocolate and you love chocolate or any other food groups or food types? Have you decided that you're cutting out carbs and you love a sandwich? It's not going to be realistic. It's not going to be something you're going to be able to maintain long term. One of the things I advise you do with all of the expectations you set upon yourself, whether it be with your steps, your exercise, your nutrition, is ask yourself the following question. Can I see myself doing this for the rest of my life? And if the answer is no, then perhaps your expectations are too high because although you may be working towards a weight loss goal, an improved health goal, managing menopause symptoms, whatever other goals you have, building strength, etc., all the expectations you place on yourself, you're going to need to do to achieve your goal. So they need to be manageable. They need to be realistic. And then as you make progress towards your goal and hopefully achieve your goal, you're going to need to continue doing them, the very same things, in order to maintain your goal. 
So it needs to be something that you can see yourself doing for the long term, ideally for the rest of your life. And this is where health and fitness becomes part of your lifestyle because you're making it realistic. It fits into your life as opposed to your life trying to fit into your health and fitness goals. Now let's talk about the expect, let's talk about your results and whether you've achieved the results that you've wanted. So first of all, what are the results? What, what, what goal did you think you would have achieved by this time of the month? And is that goal a realistic goal? So if you're losing what, what, you know, your weight loss is one of your goals. Did you aim for a number on a scale? Because aiming for a number on a scale is not an ideal, is not an ideal um, target to have because you're plucking a number from the air and and you don't know how you're going to achieve, how you're going to feel when you get to that goal. I've had to pause the podcast again. And I want to use this pause as an example of what I was talking about previously about setting realistic expectations and your health and fitness goals fitting into your lifestyle. Because I'm in my little garden office, it's away from the house. I've turned off all my notifications. I'm sat here with my headphones on and I'm thinking to myself as I'm going through this podcast, I bet you at any moment my daughter is going to come in because she's going to want to lift somewhere because I know she was trying to make arrangements today. And lo and behold, I've had to pause this podcast episode to talk to her and now I'm back again, probably disjoining the podcast but it's an example of me. I kind of set myself expectations that it was going to happen. I haven't got angry. I haven't got disappointed. I haven't quit the podcast because she ruined it by interrupting it. It may not be perfect. The join may not have been seamless when I edited it to join the sections of the podcast together, but I'm back. I'm doing it and I'm going to do my really very best to keep the podcast going because this is a topic that I want to talk about and I want to help uh, you with. So it's an example of how life sometimes gets in the way of what we want to achieve, but we just have to do the very, very best that we can. And it may not be perfect. And I am going to come on to perfect, to striving for perfection in a bit in this podcast. So I was talking about um, your goals and what are the goals you had set yourself and and the goal that you had expected that you would have achieved at this point in the month and are you look were you aiming for a number on a scales and if so where did that number come from have you plucked it out the air where did that number come from and what did your life look like when you were last at that scale weight because life changes you change you may remember a weight that you once weighed years ago and you remember it as being a very good time in your life. You may have felt really happy and that's the, the weight that you're aiming for. But you need to recognize you may have kids now. You, your life may not look the same now as it did then. And to compare yourself to yourself from then is it's not a healthy thing to do because you have changed 
I have changed. My life looks different now to how I was 10 years ago. And I'm going to be doing a separate uh, podcast all about scale weight. So I don't want to go too deep into that topic today because it is on on my agenda to, to do a separate podcast episode. But how you measure your success is really, really important. And I would advise not having a number on a scale to aim for because even even if you get to that number, are you going to be happy? Are you going to be satisfied? Are you going to feel any different just by aiming for that number on the scale? So I want you to think about how you're measuring your success and not getting overly focused on the number on the scales. Yes, we do want scale weight to trend down over time. But in the first instance, when you're doing a diet, your scale weight may not actually marry up with what is going on physically in terms of how you look or feel. And sometimes they take a while to marry up and your scale weight can fluctuate day to day. So if you're not weighing yourself consistently and regularly, you're taking a scale weight in isolation. It may have been on a day that you fluctuated up and it's going to make, you know, it's how you react to that as opposed to how you respond to that. And again, Let's not do too much on scale weight, but I want to talk about how you're measuring your progress and to think outside the box of how you measure progress. Put the scale weight to one side. If you've been thinking more about the food that you're putting into your body, about moving more, walking more, getting to the exercise sessions, celebrate those things. Did you get to the gym? or go for a run, or whatever form of exercise you might enjoy doing. Did you do it, maybe on a day when you didn't feel like doing it, but you did it anyway? That's a, you should celebrate that. That's a huge win. Did you choose to have a piece of fruit instead of a bar of chocolate? That's, that's a win. That's you thinking about your goal and acting in line with it. Celebrate it. May not happen all the time, but when it did, celebrate it. We are so quick to come down really hard on ourselves when we don't do things right. And we forget to celebrate when we do things well and we do do things right. You need to think about and reflect on what you did well every day and celebrate those small wins. It might be that you prepared a healthy meal, that you did a good, uh, a batch cooked, a really good healthy meal. recipe that all the family could enjoy that you could all sit down and enjoy and eat together it could be that you uh progressed within an exercise uh, a specific exercise in your training program that is progress your genes are feeling a little bit looser that is progress you don't need a number on a scale to tell you that you've made all these other measures of progress Think about how you feel. Do you actually feel better? Do you feel healthier? Do you feel more energy? Are people beginning to notice that you've got a bit more energy? You've got more to give. You're more patient with your kids. You give your husband a little bit more time. These are really small, not so small in some instances, but these are wins and these are measures of progress. It's not just about the number on a scale. So think about the measures of progress that you are recognizing within yourself. And it's a really good idea to write them down 
celebrate those small wins because when you write them down you are confirming to yourself that you are acting in line with your goal you're taking care of yourself and all those small wins are contributing to the end goal that you're really working hard to achieve so celebrate them are you striving for perfection so i've touched on this already but are you striving for perfection you a short on time. So you think to yourself, oh, I was supposed to go for a run today, but I, I just haven't got the time. You were planning to do, let's just say, uh, a 30-minute run. Why not go for 15 minutes? You don't have to do, oh, I can't do the run I set myself, so I'm not going to do any run at all. I'm just going to go for a short run. It is still beneficial. I can't get to the gym and do my whole program. That's fine pick three or four exercises or reduce your sets. Do some of your workout. Something is always better than nothing. And the thing to remember as well is that when you accept that you don't have to do things perfectly and you're doing the best you can and that something is always better than nothing, it will have a knock-on effect to all your other actions. So if you did do the 15-minute run or the shorter workout in the gym, it's more likely going to lead to you making um, nutrition choices that align with your health, your goal, and more importantly, how you feel. So it's definitely worth it. If you keep striving to do things perfectly, it will lead to you having that all or nothing mentality. Oh, I can't do things perfectly, so I'm just going to quit. I'll start tomorrow or I'll start next Monday and, and then I'll do things perfectly let that go. When you let go of being perfect, of your perfectionist mindset or trying to do things perfectly, when you let go of that, and this can be in all areas of your life, not just your health and fitness, when you let go of that, you will begin to make progress because being imperfect but consistent will lead to you getting closer to the goals that you want as opposed to every time you can't do it perfectly, you quit, you throw the towel in, you go into the all mentality, you're setting yourself uh, further away from the goal that you want. So embrace imperfection. Outside of, you, you may be aiming for a goal, right? Your weight loss, you wanna lose weight, you've identified all the reasons, you now reset up your realistic targets, blah, blah, blah. I don't want you to miss the good stuff because you're so focused on, I want to get to my end goal. I don't want you to miss the good stuff that you are making lifelong changes to your health. Don't just be focused on your end goal. Be present, be in the moment of what you're doing, why you're doing it and how it's making you feel right now, today, that you did something positive that benefits your health long-term. All the things that you're doing, the actions, the things, whatever you want to call it, you're going for the walk, you're getting your steps in, you're doing the best you can in terms of your nutrition, you're getting into the gym for as, as much as you can, or you're doing the exercise of choice that you enjoy doing, whatever it is, you are making lifelong changes to your health. Don't let that slip you by. And not only will you be making lifelong changes to your health, the quality of the life that you have will greatly improve. 
So bear that in mind and remember that. Don't lose sight of that. It's really important to do things you enjoy that are realistic within the life that you have and still enable you to live the life that you love. So if you love seeing your friends, if you love meeting your bestie for a brunch on a Sunday or coffee with your friends or dinner out with your husband or out with the girls, whatever it might be, your goal shouldn't get in the way of you doing the things you enjoy in life. Now, there will need to be compromises because you can't go out and drink huge amounts of alcohol, sack off your workout the next day, feel rubbish, feel tired, not end up doing the things that you need to do. But to get to a place where you can go out, enjoy a glass of wine or two, makes uh, empowered choices to, to enjoy yourself, but make the empowered choices to still think about and consider your goal. It's a great place to be. And you can, you can do both. You can live your life and progress towards your health and fitness goals. It doesn't need to be one or the other. They need to meet and marry in the middle. And this is how you make compromises. You can do that. So think about the life you want to lead and your health and fitness goals, meeting in the middle with that life and incorporating them into your life, but being prepared to make the compromises and sometimes the smarter choices. So you may, if your goal is fat loss, you may want the burger and you can have the burger, but perhaps swap out the chips for a side salad. That's you enjoying the food you like, socializing, but making a smart swap. So you can do it all. You can be fully present. You can enjoy yourself. So let's try and marry up the two. How to pick yourself up, right? We've, we've debriefed about the January slump, reasons why that might be happening, how to set yourself up, setting realistic expectations, how to measure your progress, how to live your life and marry up your health and fitness goals to your life. Now, let me give you some tips in how to continue progressing towards your goal, taking into consideration all what I've talked about. To summarize, think about the demands of your life and how you want to live your life. What is realistic to you? What can you fit in? Can you, you know, if, if you've set yourself to go to the gym three times a week, but you've only been managing to get there once, perhaps meet somewhere at that, you know, twice a week. Set yourself some daily intentions. I've talked about daily intentions on a previous podcast. Go back and listen to my previous episodes if you haven't yet done so. They're very, very helpful, even if I say so myself. Setting yourself daily intentions. This will help you be realistic. So if, if everything just feels way too overwhelming, you're feeling just, it's just all a bit too much. Break it down. Think about your life and the demands of your life. What's realistic? And set yourself every evening your daily intentions for the following day. And it doesn't matter how small those daily intentions are. It could be that you're going to just, you're not in the mood to exercise. You're not feeling it, but you're going to take yourself out for a little bit of a longer walk. Set yourself that expect, expectation that you're going to your intention will be to expect, you know, to go for the walk and add another 10 minutes onto your usual walk. Set that as a daily ex, ex, uh, intention. Your daily intention could be to go to the supermarket and 
by the foods to support your goal, setting up your environment. It could be a daily intention to prepare a lunch if you're at work and you tend to pop out at lunch and you're buying something that doesn't really align to your goals. Perhaps you could prepare your own lunch and it could hit your nutrition targets. That could be a daily intention. So think about what your daily intentions are. Write them down. No more than like minimum one, maximum three. And the following day or that evening, tick them off. You will feel so accomplished. It will keep you going. And these small things will keep you working towards your bigger goal. If things go wrong, oh, and remember, celebrate when you achieve them. These are your small wins. Celebrate them. And if things go wrong or things didn't go as you planned, that's life. We're human. And sometimes these things happen. Think with your logical mind not to quit, not to throw the towel in, not to think, oh, I had a couple of biscuits. I've ruined things. Just draw that line and just carry on. Don't let one action that you didn't really plan to do or want to do, or it just happened because that's life. Don't let it knock on effect on what you do next, because it's what you do next that tends to ruin your progress, not the two biscuits that you had that you hadn't planned. So carry on and just continue doing what you would normally do, what you'd plan to do, achieve those daily intentions. Bring yourself away from that perfectionist mindset. I hope this podcast has helped you rethink your expectations of yourself so that you can go away from this podcast and think about moving forwards towards your goal and how you can do that. What is realistic? I want you to set yourself up for success and that you feel a positive and self-accomplished mindset. Don't set yourself up to fail and remember to work towards your goals and improve your health and to lose weight, whatever your goals are. It comes from a place of self-care because you want to take care of yourself. You want to improve your health and live your best life and better quality of life as you progress towards your long-term goal comes from a place of self-care. You don't need to shame yourself. You don't need to come from a negative place. This is an empowered choice that you get to make and I want you to enjoy it. Now, if you are struggling or you would benefit from the support of a coach like me, then get in touch. Find out whether coaching is something that's right for you or maybe you just have questions. You don't have to just contact me to inquire about coaching. You might just have questions and you don't know who to ask or who to trust to give you the right answers. Message me. All my contact details are in the show notes. Message me. Send me a message. Ask me questions. I can't explain to you how much I love helping women. That is why I do the job I do. I love helping women feel empowered. I'm very passionate about giving the right information 
There is so much misinformation out there. So let me help you ask me questions. And if you're not already following me on social media, follow me for more content and more helpful tips and engage with my posts, like them. It would be much appreciated. And if you have a friend who you know would benefit from listening to my podcast or following me on social media, please share me with them. I know you want to keep me all to yourself, but share me with your friends because I want to reach and help more women. Thank you for joining me today. Um, And I think I achieved my goal of not sniffing during the podcast. So that was a win for me and a win for you. Have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to catching up on the next pod.